everyone, my name is Danny GG and welcome to the Flag on the Play podcast. We are coming at you hot with our Thursday morning edition of the show, holding it with our week 14 preview. I am joined by the wonderful, amazing, fabulous crew of David, Tim, and Sebastian. Yeah, you're not going to say hi to us? I know. No greeting. Uh, Just hoping you guys just hop on in. But uh, yeah, so we got a excellent show slated for you guys. We have a lot of news to talk about, a lot of injuries that are being held over from the previous week, most notably Trevor Lawrence from the Monday night game as Jacksonville hosted the Bengals. Uh, And then we'll get into our picks for week 14 and our quick game analysis of all of that. So what do you guys uh, say? We kick it off here with Buck Funday. I'm ready. Got to love a little muck on a Funday. Hell yeah. So we recorded the show on Monday night during the game, so we did not see the outcome. But now we know we all picked the Jags to win, even the Chat GBT bot, the Terminator. And we were all wrong. The Bungles came out swinging. Jake Browning looked like Joe Burrow wearing a mask out there, threw for what, over 300 yards, bunch of tubbies. Joe Mixon had a huge game. The, uh, the Jags defense who had been playing very well all season, just couldn't keep up. And then obviously the biggest takeaway of the game here was Trevor Lawrence leaving with a leg injury. Um, so the uh, Jags ended up losing in overtime by a field goal. Pretty heartbreaking, but uh, you know, if you're a Jags fan, but pretty wild game, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think if anyone knew that, uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to go down with a pretty bad ankle injury. And we do have an update on that later in the show that we would not have picked the Jaguars. Like the reason we picked the Bengals was because Joe Burrow went down with a season ending injury. And um, well, Jake Browning proved, proved us all wrong. He, he got up there and even, even during the beginning of the game before Trevor got hurt that, you know, they were playing uh, like, uh, what's a good analogy for it? They were they were playing uh, like right at each other's heads. That's that's not a phrase. Whatever. Um, you know, he he was showing real good command of the offense. Um, he was showing that he himself not exactly a running quarterback, but he could move. He was mobile. There was a really good scamper on third down um, late in the in the second half that I think really surprised um, everyone, including the Jags defense. Um, he looked real shifty while also being real capable of the ball. Um, this was a big T Higgins game um, showing up. He had, he had a couple really key um, third down conversions. Jamar Chase showing that regardless of the QB, he'll, he will show up. Um, I think this more talks to maybe some worries about the Bengals defense. Um, they haven't really been playing to their abilities and the, you know, even letting the Jags with um, a hampered CJ Bethard um, put up some points on them. Probably wasn't the best, but you know, what do you think, Tim? Uh, I think that Jake Browning played a hell of a game. Uh, no one expected that one. The Washington Husky, uh, who hasn't done much of anything since he left college in 2018, shows up in a big way for Joe Burrow. Uh, at one point, he hadn't thrown an incompletion for, I think, like 
16 passes or something absurd. Like he was, he was money. It's a lot of short stuff, but he has uh, something to him. Uh, a really good backup. He's been in the Cincinnati Bengals system for the past three years. And I may probably should apologize to Zach Taylor. I got in his case in a big way last week and he comes out on Monday night football in a big way and gets a win over what I think is a superior team. Yeah, it was quite an exciting game. And like uh, David said, even though Trevor Lawrence played most of the game, the Bengals had the lead, I believe, most of the time anyway here. They were going shot for shot. Uh, Browning was making all the throws that he needed. That's a... Ah, yes. Oh, he scared me, bro. I thought you had like a spider on your desk or something. Sorry about that. You shrieked, but... um, yeah, a great game. Tragic for the Jags. I I think they have potential to bounce back if Trevor can come back quickly. But, ooh, that's really, I mean, it's bad enough to lose in primetime like that after being hyped up so much. But then to lose your quarterback potentially for a couple of weeks or the rest of the season is really rough. So we'll see. I have a couple of comments on uh, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Catch the fucking ball, man. Are you kidding me? You had it in your hands and oh, for a touchdown. Man. You get paid millions of dollars to catch the ball. Catch Tim's it. Showing up. Catch with it. A, <laughs> with, catch a, with an it. expletive to start the show. Wow. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, folks. Tim is a is a respectable old classic American man. You know, like meat and potatoes, shows up for dinner, bring home to your parents kind of guy. So for you for him to Really get out here and throw down an f bomb like that. That's a that's a big uh, fuck it's yeah. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is he's one of the better receivers in the game at everything except receiving the ball. He's always he's winning routes. He's always open except he cannot just hold on to the rock. It drives me crazy. Yeah, Tim. Everyone should know that Tim is also um, a former uh, collegiate athlete. He's 6'4", 220, still, stay, still stays in shape. You know, he played for he played for the uh, the Auburn Tigers, um, and most most notably um, on, on, on not on very good teams, but uh, you know he he could win a route or two back in his day. That's right, War Eagle. This bastard laugh out of nowhere. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, that wraps up our Muck Funday segment. Rip the Jags. Hope Trevor's okay. Moving on to some more news of the week. Uh, I'll kick it off to Tim here. Yeah, so we were talking about Trevor Lawrence. We do have an update from Coach Doug Peterson. He did escape that Monday night game without a season-ending injury. He does have a high ankle sprain, and he may play this Sunday. Typically, that is a two- to three-week three, three week injury and becomes a more of a pain management issue after that. But if he is able to recover nicely this week, we may see Trevor Lawrence starting this Sunday. So great news for the Jaguars. Last bit I have on the Jags is that they can't afford golf carts. They he Trevor Lawrence went down. He got folded up pretty bad, threw his helmet out of frustration, and they made him hobble on the shoulders of two uh, uh, athletic uh, uh, trainers. I'd like to I'd like to chime in here and say that he Please. declined the cart, actually. Oh, go figure. All right, so maybe I should back off on Shad Khan. All right, Trevor Lawrence denied the cart and hobbled all the way to the uh, locker room to get checked out. Glad that he's healthy, but next time, Trev, get the cart. More news, quarterback news. Uh, Josh Dobbs will be starting for Minnesota after head coach Kevin O'Connell indicated that that job was up for grabs. 
uh, prior to their bye week. David, you unmuted. You got Josh Dobbs takes. Go. Here's my take on Kevin O'Connell. I don't know why he got in front of the media and lied to everybody. It was never in question that Josh Dobbs was going to be starting for them. They traded for him for a reason. He's played well for them except, you know, one game where he didn't, you know, absolutely, you know, light it up. He had a, he had a few picks. Okay, that happens, you know. Like, but I, I don't understand even, like, talking about, well, you know, the quarterback job is open. Are you trying to motivate a guy that has saved your season? Kirk Cousins goes down. This guy shows up, not even supposed to play, not knowing the playbook, and leads you to victory two weeks in a row. He has one bad game, and oh well, you know, we really have to figure it out. Hey, KOC, how about you? How about you shut up? Huh? How about that? How about you coach? Huh? How about you get the team ready for Sunday? Huh? How about that? I like uh, yeah. that. Hey, KOC, shut up. KOC, Drug. more like kiss my ass. Oh, good. That yeah, that works. <laughs> Oh my god, that was that was horrible. <laughs> Let's stick with quarterback Thank news. You. We will stick with quarterback news. We'll move into injuries and other bits later. Zach Wilson is back in the starting lineup for the New York Jets. God help us all. Tim Boyle and Trevor Seaman were worse. I'm sorry to everybody for pining for Trevor Seaman. He was terrible. Uh, Zach Wilson will be starting again after reports that he did not want to play came out earlier this week. Reportedly. He went to Coach Sal after being requested to play, and he said he would rather not after injury concerns, but they will be turning to him again, and we will see Wilson this Sunday. Who's got Zach Wilson thoughts? I think um, I think it's understandable why he wouldn't want to start. Nathaniel Hackett is terrible, and we can and we now have proof that it's Nathaniel Hackett that's the problem, even though we knew it was from last year, his performances with Denver would see how bad Trevor Simeon was. And yeah, Trevor Simeon wasn't, is not a, like a starter per se, but when Trevor Simeon played in Denver, pre Hackett there, he had moments that, that he showed that he could be, um, if, if not a low tier starter, at least someone who could hold on to the reins until your the actual main guy came back. And he looked abysmal in this offense. And I, I I, I think we've all been saying it since the start of the season that the only reason Nathaniel Hackett is there is because of Aaron Rodgers. And we're also seeing that because of Aaron Rodgers, this Jets season is this essentially over. It was over the first, you know, it was after the first fourth, the fourth play of their season. The, Tim Boyle was there because of Aaron Rodgers. And, and he's, he, oh my God, let, let, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, that's been terrible. Randall Cobb was there because of Aaron Rodgers. He has not I don't think he's put up a single catch this season. Alan Lazard has been there. He hasn't exactly been anything to write home about. He got benched too. Yeah. It's it they the Jets bet big on Aaron Rodgers and are wondering why Zach Wilson didn't pan out. Zach Wilson wasn't supposed to play this season. And we know that if you're if you are a quarterback in this league, if you are a professional football player in this league, you got to be ready to suit up on Sundays and perform. And Zach Wilson hasn't been performing. No one's making excuses about that. But he's not progressing because his coaching is quite literally detrimental to his progression. It's um, I don't know. It's bad in New York. Couldn't have couldn't happen to a worse team. Um, I think uh, the general manager Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas owes the entire um, I don't know is is New is there are the New York Jets even based in New York or they play they New, New Jersey? Of, yeah, aren't they the New York Jets of New Jersey? Which is yes, that's the them, stadium. So. The stadium is in New Jersey. Their facilities are in New York makes no sense um but cheaper in new jersey yeah exactly um yeah joe douglas has really hampered this team and robert sala is going to take the fall for it 
It is a shame for the Jets. Last bit of Jets news. David mentioned this. Tim Boyle has been released by the New York Jets, so they will be rolling with Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon the rest of the way. Danny, go ahead. Should have never. Yeah, should should have never. Should have never occupied a roster spot on any NFL team. It makes no sense. It made sense that he wasn't drafted. It makes no sense that he would make a team being undrafted. The boy was terrible in college. He's terrible in the pro career. This 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 is why the agenda exists. He may be Zach the worst Wilson quarterback ever. That agenda too. So mm, the agenda. he's also he's Zach Wilson's ass. Like I don't know why we're trying to like feign anything, bro. He no, is we're ass. not. He no is one is terrible. saying he's good. He is the best ass. of all those terrible quarterbacks, which is saying something to the quality. He's not. He's not he the best. He's the only one that survived. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, more quarterback news. Mitch Trubisky, Danny's favorite player, will be taking over starting duties this week for the Pittsburgh Steelers with Kenny Pickett out for the week with an injury. We will be seeing Trubisky back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We saw him late last week. He was his usual Trubisky self, throwing lots of picks, making big plays every now and then. James Winston Jr., essentially, will be assuming Pittsburgh's starting duties against the Patriots on Thursday night football. Put the kids to bed early for that one because you don't want them to watch that horror movie. All right. Other bits and pieces around the league. Shaq Leonard, the formerly released Colts linebacker, will be signing with the Philadelphia Eagles to go on their hopeful Super Bowl run. He was down to the options of Philly or Dallas, and he selects the birds who do need linebacker help in a big way. Von Miller uh, was arrested on a domestic violence charge, but is expected to play this Sunday. The Roger Goodell will not be using his commissioner's exemplus on Von Miller, quote, saying that he will let the law play out on this one. Von Miller, of course, the Super Bowl 50 MVP for the Denver Broncos. Big part of that Bills defense now in question to be playing and in question on if he will maintain his roster spot, if things continue looking like they do. Mike McCarthy head coach for the Dallas Cowboys underwent surgery for acute appendicitis and expected to coach Sunday versus the Eagles. Get well soon, Mike. We hope that your, your surgery goes well and that you will be suited up Sunday for your job this is insane why is this guy getting surgery and then going right back to his job what three days later appendicitis is a is a pretty uh uh, i don't know it's it's a pretty uh for a regular surgery happens um, often for folks um it's in and out um i wouldn't say it's too invasive you're 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 going into someone's guts but uh, i cut something out but uh (laughs) it's, it's nothing it's nothing that um you know it happens every day and folks folks are fine afterwards all right. Also, he anybody here ten thousand times more than us too. Yeah. Has anyone here uh, ever dealt with appendicitis? Anybody here uh, got an appendectomy? A little, uh, little snippy snip uh, from the uh, uh, the appendix. Anyone? Yeah. Send a voice match to the show if you have an appendicitis. We got a little link at the Spotify description where you can send voice memos. Send us your story if you've got a appendix tale. And that was the news. That was the news. All right, Danny, back over to you for our records, and then we'll go into the preview. Hell yeah. So to recap our records on the season here, no change from Monday night. Like I said, we all picked the Jags to pull it out. So to recap, Tim still in the first place with 120 wins. 
I'm in second at 118. Then Sebastian, 115. Ooh. David with 112. And the Terminator at 103. But since there's no really update to report, I just kind of want to shout us out. I mean, we do these picks on the fly here on this show. I don't know if you guys like do much research, but I don't really look at the games until we're recording. And we just kind of gut check and gut pick them. And we're all decently over 500. So, I mean, that's pretty damn good. Like, we know ball here. We, we're pretty, like, Tim, 120 and 73. You're, you're well over, that's over two thirds. So, that's pretty damn good. Like, if we bet money line on every game, just, you know, $10, $10 on every game, we'd be in the money. So, uh, just saying. He's in the money. Keep we should start our own gambling consortium. Oh, consortium. Look at that. Nice word. Thank you. <laughs> Draft Kings, we're coming for you. All righty. Well, that please brings us into. Please sponsor us, Draft Kings, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be or cool. bet ESPN. That'd be cool, too. My uh, buddy at work, I he asks me sports bets. He throws around some money each week. And I just give him one off the wall bet a week. Last week it was, it was the uh, take the over in the Green Bay Kansas City game. It was forty three points. Like, bro, take the over, and he didn't do it, and he left money on the table. He needs to listen to these Stone Cold Locks. They are been hitting recently. I went ten and three last week. It's no joke. All righty, moving on to the week fourteen preview. Uh, this horrible, god awful Thursday night game that no one should watch Bailey Zappi and the Patriots versus Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers. I guess I'll take it because Trubisky is is uh sadly associated with me. Um, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm picking he's Danny's cousin, no, he's my ex cousin, he's his ex cousin, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Danny yeah. killed him. That's why he's an oh my ex-cousin. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Patriots are absolutely horrible, and at least the Steelers have a good defense, so I'm just going to take the Steelers purely off that merit. So give me Pittsburgh. Hey, Danny. What? You thought that uh, over-under in the Chiefs-Packers game was low at 43? Guess what this one's at? 22. 30. So it is. 30. It is at 30. Uh, take the under on this one. It's going to be horrible, uh, but I'm going to go Pittsburgh because TJ Watt will make a couple big plays. Yeah, give me Pittsburgh. The Patriots have held their opponents to under 10 points three times this year and lost all three. Give me the Steelers. All right, moving on. Uh, Buccaneers at Falcons. Tim, this is all you. Tampa Bay is taking a break this week. They are victorious over the Panthers, and the Bucks need this one in a big way if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive and if Todd Bowles, frankly, wants to keep his job. Uh, the Falcons are beatable. They are the best team in this division by virtue of everyone being terrible, but they are certainly beatable. So I'm looking for Mike Evans to continue his hot streak against this porous Falcons defense, with especially with A.J. Terrell out. And I like Chris, I like uh, Baker Mayfield to fix his connection with Chris Godwin. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and they're going to keep their playoff hopes alive. Give me the Bucks. Bucks. I will take the Bucks. Oh my God. I don't like that we're all on Tampa. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't like the Falcons that much. They, they're a little. 
Horrible. Moving forward, Sebastian. It's the you know the format of this. Rams at Ravens. I'll go ahead and take this. Matthew Stafford coming off a really strong performance. Um, Puka Nakua really showed up, even with a, with a little injury last game. Um, Kyron Williams showing that he is probably one of the top five running backs in the league. And that Rams defense is starting to shore up their performances. It'll be definitely be a real good match against the Ravens, which have been. Really hot percent NFL season. They're probably one of the top three favorites for the Super Bowl. I think Lamar Jackson, then we're going to have their hands full with this defense. But I I think with the good performances coming from Odell Beckham Jr. and um, Rashad Bateman and, you know, that defense being probably top two, if not not two in the NFL, um, there'll be a good matchup. I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens. Baltimore. Give me the Edgar Allan pose. Some weird shit's going to happen. Sean McVay's got something cooking. I like Matt Stafford. Give me the Rams in an upset. Sounds great. Lions at Bears. Danny? Ooh, Lions at Bears. Oh, wait, no, it's Sebastian's turn. I'm taking this one. Sorry, Sebastian. Lions at Bears. Hmm. Lions are looking tough, but they squeaked a win out versus New Orleans, who I don't think is very good. The Bears are hot looking at a potential 5-0 run to end the season and become a playoff wild card. Yes, I'm on crack. Um, hmm, I don't think the Bears choke again to the Lions. They got home field advantage here. They're hot, heating up. Fields is that dude. Give me the Bears in a big upset here. Yeah, I would take the Lions. Crazy. I'm going to take the Lions. I will take Boom. Honolulu Blue and Detroit. All right, Sebastian, you're up. Colts at Bengals, and you'll also take Jags at Browns. Ah, the mustachioed Marvel, Gardner Minshew, will uh, take on the unknown Marvel of Jake Browning. It'll be a game not for the ages, but I'm going to take the Colts in this one. I like what they're doing. I like their defense, though. The Bengals are looking like they're trying to make a comeback for the playoffs. I think the Colts will snuff that hope out. Give me the Colts. Jonathan Taylor's out again. I'm not so sure. But I don't care. Jack Colts. Decent. I like what Jake Browning did. I'll go with the Bengals. Ooh, I'm still, uh, still undecided on this, but... Coin flip, give me the Bengals. All right, Sebastian, you're up again. Jags at Browns. Moving back on to me. The Browns looking competent for once since the 80s. Great defense. Subpar QB play. While the Jaguars look like they're going to be missing their star quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, due to his high ankle sprain. I still like that Jags defense. And who's their their backup? Bethard or something like that? CJ Bethard. CJ Bethard. Beat you know, I I think I like him. I don't know if I like him more than the than the Browns QBs, but I like the Browns defense more. Joe oh, Flacco. it's gonna be Joe Flacco. Ooh, yeah. oh man, leave it to Joe Flacco for a game ceiling interception. So, give me the Jaguars on this one. I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm gonna switch my pick. I'm gonna go with the Browns. This one is tough. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Jags though. Oy. I'm not sold on, on beat hard. He's beating his meat hard. Um, oh, my but, God. <laughs> but I think he's going to beat some Browns hard. 
Give me the Jags. Classy. All right, Danny, this is back to you so we can get back on track with our uh, the way that our picks are, are sequenced. Uh, Panthers at Saints. Wait one second. Uh, Sebastian, did you pick the Browns last time? I don't think so. Oh. No, last pick. Oh, I picked the I picked the Jags, bro. Oh shit, sorry. I'm trying to type it in. Oh, I'll type and, it in later. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh Panthers at Saints. Yeah, the Panthers are asking me the Saints. Thank you for the analysis. Oh man. Panthers the showed some signs bucks. of life against Tampa Bay last week, but too little too late. Don't think they have a whole lot going. I'll take New Orleans. Yeah, give me the Saints. Oh, we're in the Saints! Come marching in! I will take them. Yeah, I, I can march. It's beautiful, right David. Well, oh, appreciate you. All right, uh, Tim, you're up next. Or wait, who is? It? Yeah, Tim, you're up next. Texans at Jets. Houston traveling up to New York to face Zach Wilson. Uh, they had a tough. Tough loss this week. Did they lose? I think they did. No. No, they beat they Denver. They had a great yep. win over the Denver Broncos this <laughs> week. <laughs> How quickly a tough loss becomes a great win. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Such it happens. Look, look it, the NFL is crazy, man. Witching hour. All right. Texans traveling up to the Jets. They will win this game. CJ Stroud is much better than any player the Jets have on their offensive roster. Uh, I will take the Texans comfortably. Zach Wilson is not going to provide any kind of spark. It's Zach Wilson, man. Give me Houston. Yeah, give me the Texans. I will take the Texans. But at this point, the Jets just start Garrett Wilson at QB. Texans for sure. Oh, fuck. I smashed into my mic. Look at that. Look at that. Usually <laughs> Sebastian's the one touching the mic. Now it's yeah. Danny. Keep your hands off the god mic. Vikings at Raiders. I guess I'll take this one. Um, oh, okay, Sebastian, you can have it. The Raiders are looking pretty good with their post-Pasacha bump, kind of. Aiden O'Connell, the Irish rookie legend, not looking so legendary. The Vikings with the Pastronaut, Chuck Stops, looking competent. I like, I like them. I like them more than I like the Raiders, so... Um, well, the Vikings defense is also pretty, pretty mid, but then again, so is Minnesota. These are some mid teams. These are mid matchups this week. The Vikings and Minnesota are the same team, Sebastian. That's why I'm, I'm at the Raiders, but, but mid, mid teams, man, mid teams, mid matchups. But I like, I like Minnesota in this one. Pastor not going to make up for a bad game last week and it'll be all fine. I also am taking the Vikings. Brian Flores is going to give Aiden O'Connell hell. Uh, give me Minnesota. I'm taking the spicy pick, and uh, I'm going with the Raiders. Ooh. No logic behind it. Except it's the Raiders. 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 All right. Seahawks at 49ers. I'll go ahead and take this one. 49ers coming off a shellacking of the Philadelphia Eagles. They literally told the Eagles they were going to come in and whoop their ass. They showed up in black for their funerals, pushed them around pregame, and proceeded to whoop their ass. Post-bye week, the 49ers are obviously, demonstrably, um, inarguably the best team in football. They're they're really clicking on all cylinders. That defense is going is back to its hellacious, hellacious status. Steve Wilkes got them operating at a, at a high level. 
Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, Brandon IU, Christian McCaffrey, all being led by Brock Purdy. It's it, you know, they're obviously Super Bowl favorites for a while for uh for a reason. But it is an in-division game. And you know what that means, Tim? You gotta throw the record books right out the window. You gotta throw the record books right out the window. The Seahawks are also competitive. They themselves are coming off a real tough game against the uh the Cowboys. They um real tough game against the Cowboys. Um I, I you know, DK Metcalf had a big game, um, really tore up Deron Bland. Um he, there's no reason why he isn't one of the best receivers in the league. Um they just need consistent play out of him. Tyler Lockett's really good and they have um a, they have a really talented defense. So it's going to be a big um big matchup. Should be a really good game this week. I'm still taking the Niners, however. All that hype for Seattle. I'm going to go with the Niners. The Niners to a better Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going Niners or OP. Scratch, did you say to a better Seahawks? Yeah, Tua is better than Brock Purdy. Give me the Seahawks. <laughs> you have to say clear. it like that every time. Okay. Bills at Chiefs. Uh, this is you, Danny. Oh, hell yeah. The fraud. Damn. Wait, no, it's not. Bills. Wait, wait. No, wait. Who who had the – oh, yeah, it is your turn. My bad. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, fraud Bowl. Wee-woo fraud alert. Wee-woo Josh Allen is a big fraud. The Chiefs win big in Arrowhead. Pat Mahomes gets right after getting hosed by the refs and the Green Bay fake news media pushing the Green Bay agenda down with Green Bay Chiefs win. What does what does Green Bay have to do with? Give me the chefs. They beat, they beat the Chiefs. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills. Whoa. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust the. I don't trust the Chiefs receivers as far as I can throw them. And I think Josh Allen's due for a, a comeback game. How far do you think you could start Rasheed Rice? Tim, I work what? at a university. How far do you think I can throw Rasheed Rice? <laughs> a very long way. Give me the Chiefs. All right. Broncos at Chargers. This one is you, Tim. Uh, Broncos. I like the Broncos in this one. I, I can't trust anything this Chargers organization does with Brandon Staley at the helm. And I can't just trust Justin Herbert to rise above all the adversity and uh, take take reign of that. I do like Denver in this one. They put up a fight in Houston, uh, and except for a really nasty pick at the end of the game from Russ Wilson, they looked like they had a chance to win it. I like Denver here. Their defense is really good. I like him on the road. Russ Wilson has been effective on the ground. I think he'll run for a couple first downs. That'll really give Denver the spark they need to get over the top. Give me Denver. Yeah, give me the Broncos. Chargers. Mm, them lightning bolts better get out of the way of this stampede because the Broncos are coming. Give me Russ. Broncos country. Let's ride. All right. Eagles at Cowboys, I'll take this one. Eagles coming off a real bad, embarrassing loss at home to the 49ers. This is basically a battle for the top seed in the NFC. Um, They really can't afford to lose this game because the 49ers will beat the Seattle Seahawks and take the number one seed. Um, The Cowboys, this is their chance to take to take the reins of the NFC East. Um, it's really the battle of the, of the three. Um, both the Eagles and the Cowboys won't, won't beat the 49ers in the playoffs, but this will help determine who could possibly get the number, who could possibly get a really good seed in the playoffs. Um, Dak Prescott's been playing at an MVP level, especially um, 
especially as of late. Um, that defense is hellacious. They have real they have real world beaters. Micah Parsons are one of the best edge rushers in the game right now. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens this, um, because the big big problem for the Eagles is their back end. Their secondary has been. Um, able to be taken advantage of and that's where the Cowboys really do shine especially with Dak throwing it all around as efficiently as he has been that being said I uh I don't know boys this is a tough one I don't think the Eagles take two bad losses in a row they're just too well coached I I believe in Jalen Hurts AJ Brown and Devontae Smith are professional wide receivers they don't let folks down um We'll, we'll see what they can do. Um, I'm going on a limb here against against my brain, going with my gut, taking the Eagles. We've seen the Cowboys dominate the past three weeks. The caveat is that it has not been great competition except for the Seahawks. Uh, and I just cannot trust Dallas in a big game until they do it. Give me Philly. Give me the cowpoke. I'll go Eags, Philly. All right. Titans at Dolphins. All yours, Sebastian. Oh, fins to the left, fins to the right, two, letting it rip. Ah, this Tennessee defense is looking very porous for the first time in two years. That's why they're four and eight. Also, their horrid QB play is to do with that as well. Tannehill about to get his bell rung, even though he isn't starting, by his former team who's looking immaculate. <laughs> The Dolphins' defense is humming. They have been the number one defense for the last three or four weeks, I believe, the Dolphins specifically. They're deep. Vic Bangio turning it up at the right time, that unit becoming cohesive. I've been proven right. All right, all right. Tim was right. I may have called out Fangs a couple of times, but I was an angry Dolphins fan. Now I am a happy Dolphins fan. Sebastian, was, Sebastian, the Sebastian remember when you said we were going to be 9-8? and eight? No. I do. <laughs> no, I said, when did I say we were going to be nine and eight? We were, it was like it was the second loss of the season for us, and you like reverted Enraged. to your to your trauma filled Dolphins fandom, and you said that we were a shit team. We were going to be a wild card spot. Oh no, no, I still believe the wild card spot thing until we beat the Ravens. I believe the wild card team thing all the way. We're, if we don't beat the Ravens. We're a wild card team. We're, we we're beat, essentially. I feel like we can make a push. We're we're virtually a lock to win the division. That's that's not that's a wild cool, card but spot. that's not the wild card game. They're you gonna, said a wild card spot. Wild card if we win the division, we we, we we we're what? You're not making sense. I'm so lost. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> listen to me and listen to me good. I won't. Moving on. Packers. If Giants, they beat the Ravens, they are a big, a deep playoff run team. Dolphins. That we're, is all. We're on to we're on to Packers at Giants. Mm, as much as I want to take the hater pick and pick against the Packers, the Giants are really freaking bad. So I'm going pack. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to all the backers. Yeah, I'm also taking the Miami Dolphins. I didn't get to pick in the last segment. And oh, now I understand what Sebastian was saying that the Dolphins would lose in the wild card round, regardless. Uh, of their seating. Now I understand what he's saying. I still don't understand. I mean, this, it's inconsistent with what he's even saying. It doesn't sound very agenda. I have been saying Sebastian. the same thing all year. 
That's not true. You literally said that we weren't going to win. You said we weren't going to even make. (laughs) You said we weren't going to win the division. You said we were going to be a wild card spot. I never said said we weren't going to win the division. I said we weren't going to win the conference. We weren't going to get. Nah, stand ten toes. That's literally what I said. I'm standing on business. Ten toes down. Ten toes. Ten toes. Stand on it. Where is that when you need it? Be so loud. Try to be all right. Nah, fool. Nah, fool. I'm saying the same shit I've been all year. Now all of a sudden you act like you don't hear what I got to say. All right, now we are moving on to the Green Bay Packers and the New York Packers. Yeah. 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 Hold on, serious face. Good evening, good people. I'm here to bring you gambling advice. Last week, if you parlayed, you were three for three, winning big bucks, big money, and big cash in your bank account. This week, I've got four. Count them. One, two, three, four. That's one more lock than last week. To begin, we've got the vaunted mashup of division rivals, Seahawks versus the 49ers. 49ers coming off an absolute shellacking they gave to the Eagles, while the Seahawks are coming off of a just oh so close victory against the Cowboys, 35 to 41. I like what I saw from Gino. I like what I saw from DK Madcalf. And I didn't really like what I saw from that uh, Seahawks defense too much. But Pete Carroll is going to have him tighten up. And as Tim would say in a division game, you throw the rule book out. Next, we've got ourselves another division game. Would you look at that? The Cowpoke Cowboys versus the Eagles. Ah! Normally, Sometimes I'd kick for the Eagles, but right now, Michael Vick ain't on that team, so I'm not. Give me the Cowboys. Dak, looking like an MVP candidate, I'm going to say it. Cowboys defense, absolutely humming. Humming. Michael Parsons, like David said, best edge rusher in the league right now. C.D. Lamb, a top wide receiver. Brandon Cooks, a decent wide receiver. And Tony Pollard, looking like a good replacement for Zeke. Give me the Cowboys. Take the over and take the Cowboys by five. Third, we've got the Chargers over the Broncos. Some might call me crazy. I would too. But the only reason why I think this is maybe, just maybe, a little bit of two was magic rubs off on Justin Herbert in this one game. And he becomes clutch and wins it in the end for the for the Chargers. Broncos, Great, great last few games, at least four or five very good games. Close loss to the Texans. Texans are absolutely good, so I don't fault them for that. But Sean Payton, he always has at least three to four bad losses a season, and I see this being number four. So give me the Chargers. Take the under, and you're going to take the Chargers by three. And finally, the last one. We're going to keep rolling with a specific team. Danny may hate them, but the gamblers love them. Give me the Green Bay Packers against the hapless New York Giants. Packers look to be decent. Jordan Love doing some good stuff. Jane Reed, good rookie wide receiver. Packers defense looking pretty solid. Not a not a top, top 10 unit, but definitely a top 20 unit. Giants as hapless as can be. So... You're going to take the over, and you'll take the Packers by a touchdown. Book it, mark it, and parlay it. This has been the Stone Cold Locks. 
The Broncos have already had some pretty bad losses this season. Yeah, but I've said there's a few losses that weren't horrid. I'm saying like like I'm talking like Dolphins fifty point beatdown bad. I can pick up what you're putting down. I'm ready to get some money in my pocket. You ever get tired of being broke on a Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, you ever get tired of giving your money to Vegas on a Saturday? Every well, too. So give your money to Sebastian. I'll take your money. Danny, get us out of here. All right, Sebastian, thanks for those stone-cold locks. I'm feeling chilly in here after that. So cold. Mm, Uh, All right, that's going to end this Thursday morning show of the Flag on the Play podcast with our Week 14 preview. Make sure to whip out your wallets, place your bets, let us know how much money you make, and then you can send us a portion of it. And that's going to do it, so make sure to follow us on Twitter and Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you found yourself enjoying today's show. And that's going to do it. Hope you all have a great football weekend. Peace. Rip headphone users. It's your fault. It's going to be great. <laughs>